What is happening, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh Hope for Better You podcast. As always, I'm your host, Oliver Glay, and I'm here to bring you some fresh hope for your day. I just want to start off by saying, once again, thank you guys for all the uh, five-star reviews, uh, the feedback, the comments, you know, giving me tips and advice on how I can become a better podcast host and ultimately help you guys uh, become the best versions of yourself by giving you more uh, more value on a daily basis. So I'm just truly grateful for that. Uh, one thing that I do ask is, that, you know, share the show. If you find any sort of value uh, from the show, I don't run ads. I don't do any of that shit. It's because I'm here to just provide you a straight value, and I operate off value exchange. So if you take value from the show, the only thing I ask is that you share it with a friend, uh, post on social media, do whatever you got to do, uh, because you never know that you know that you could be the missing link to helping someone change their entire life by sharing my show. Um with that being said, today's episode is about conquering your vices and embracing the transformation. There is seven, there's actually eight parts of this that I'm going to be going over. And the first one is understanding your vices. Understanding your vices is a first step towards overcoming them, whether it's smoking, indulging in tech, too much technology, uh, overeating, or, you know, watching porn, being addicted to gambling, anything like that, any of these vices that hold us back from reaching our full potential. So you really just, you know, what I did is, you know, I have vices and my my ones that I've been able to overcome is, you know, my cocaine addiction, my hard drug addiction, my alcohol addiction, my cannabis addiction, my food addiction, my porn addiction. Those are all vices that I've been able to overcome. And the first thing that, you know, it came to mind, it was, you know, what are my vices? So I took a piece of paper, I wrote down my vices, and I slowly started to adapt and overcome these vices. Part two is about self-reflection and awareness. Reflection is a powerful tool that you need to learn how to utilize on your journey. So taking the time to assess your triggers, which are the underlying reasons behind your vices and the impact that they have on your life. This awareness lays a foundation for the change. You need to figure out what is going to trigger you to go into these vices, whether that be your smoking addiction, your porn addiction, your you know social media addiction, your food addiction. Figuring out what triggers you to go to these vices and then trying to solve that and avoid you know having these triggers or finding an alternative source instead of going to these triggers, changing it, changing your habit because... Most of your vices come from habits. Something triggers you and that makes you want to go, you know, get that instant dopamine rush or, you know, go do the thing that, you know, you're not supposed to necessarily do. So figuring out what triggers you and then going to that problem and solving it, coming up with a solution, finding a different alternative, a healthier, uh, you know, vice for you, for me. Instead of my drugs and alcohol, you know, that was my vice I used to turn to at all times. Now I go to fitness. Now I go to healthy eating. Now I go for exercising. All of these things can be implemented instead of these toxic vices that hold you back from reaching your full potential. Part three is setting clear intentions. Setting clear intentions is very, very crucial. You need to define why you want to overcome your vices, and how it aligns to your goals and values. This clarity will serve as a guiding light on your path. So figuring out your why. 
why do you want to do this? Why do you want to overcome these vices? Obviously, you want to overcome them because you know they don't serve you. But having a deeper why. My why for overcoming my drug and alcohol addiction was simply that I didn't want to die young. I didn't want to, you know, have people look at me because, you know, I'm living an unhealthy life and I'm going to die young because of, you know, my terrible habits and addictions. So that was my deeper why is that I want to live a long, fulfilling life. And I knew deep down that I was meant for more than just being an overweight drug addict. So figuring out your why is what's truthfully going to help you change and overcome your vices and find new, healthier things to do instead of, you know, the unhealthy things that don't serve you, that, you know, rot your brain, that hurt your physical health, that hurt your mental health and all of these things. So really just, you know, figuring out your why, that is what's going to help carry you through those dark times. Part four is small steps and incremental progress. The saying is, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is conquering your vices. So breaking your journey down into small, manageable steps, and then celebrating each little victory. You guys always hear me saying, that saying, you know, stack your wins. Every day, waking up, stacking your wins throughout the day. The more wins you can stack throughout the day, the better off you're going to be. So you need to celebrate the little wins, every single one. No matter how small they are, you need to have a little bit of, you know, celebration. Like, yeah, that's a win right there. That'll keep you, like, continuing to make progress. And over time, it makes a huge difference. A book I really re recommend is called The Compound Effect. You know, doing things consistently over a long period of time has compound interest that will exponentially have substantial growth on yourself and in your life. And collectively, it leads to a significant change over time. If you continuously do something every single day for a substantial amount of time, it's going to help you out a tremendous amount. So just making the small incremental changes towards working away from your vices to finding new hobbies, new routines, new things that serve you in life that help you reach your full potential is what it's all about. So making sure we're stacking those little wins and celebrating those little wins, that's what's going to carry you on to making those big wins happen. Part five is building a supportive network. This is something that's I hold near and dear to my heart is because I wouldn't be able to have overcome all my vices and stuff if I didn't have the network of people around me and family and friends supporting me trying to overcome these bad things. I used to hang out with people that supported my bad vices. And then once I made the transition and changing my environment to people that, you know, support my mindset of wanting to grow and overcome these vices, that's when it all really changed. So you need to surround yourself with a supportive network of friends, family, or groups that understand your struggles. Then share your journey with others not only provides accountability, but also offers encouragement and empathy. When people are encouraging you to do something that is actually moving your right life in the right direction, it makes a hell of a lot easier to overcome, you know, the vices and stuff that you are trying to overcome. And it allows people to have empathy for you and understand because if you find a group of people that has been through what you're going through, it's a substantial help. For me, when I was overcoming my drug problems, I didn't go to AA or anything like that. I had a very supportive family. A uh, system that, you know, was like, you know what, we want you to better yourself, especially my friends. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my friends and us all coming to agreement because it was four of us that all did the same shit together. And we all came to agreement that this wasn't really serving us and we need to step away from it. 
and it helped us like overcome these vices because it was very very hard and that is why there's groups like aa and stuff like that is because you need to have the right environment you need to have people that support you along your journey of becoming the person you were meant to be by leaving your old vices in the past part six is replacing with positive habits Replacing your vices with positive habits that align with your goals. Engage in activities that promote health, creativity, or personal growth can help fill the void left by your old habits. Like I've said before, I have an addictive personality. And the problem is with having an addictive personality, it doesn't ever go away. I've just had to substitute out my bad addictions for good ones that serve me. So instead of doing drugs... I work out and I exercise, I eat right, I help others, I provide value, I create content, I do all of these things instead of going into my vices. Because when I was doing my vices, I wasn't benefiting anyone else, I wasn't even benefiting myself, I was hurting myself more than helping. Now, instead of me going into my vices and going, getting caught up in my head and just stuck in my my life, I'm giving out, I'm giving value, I'm providing people you know, with opportunities for growth and just giving them a voice to listen to, to guide them. That is so much more rewarding than me sitting there doing a line of cocaine or me doing ecstasy or me doing Molly or me drinking or me just sitting there smoking 15 blunts a day. That's not what it should be. Or me watching even porn. Like none of those things made the world a better place. It didn't make my world a fucking better place, nor did it make anyone else's world a better place. So Replacing your unhealthy habits with habits that are healthy and that serve you is truthfully how you're going to reach your full potential in your life. Part seven is about developing coping strategies. Vices often serve as a coping mechanism. So we need to develop healthier ways to manage stress, emotion, and challenges. These strategies can include mindfulness, exercise, journaling, or seeking professional help. I know the number one thing that helps me manage stress and my emotions is working out and eating right. When I work out, I feel good. My mind is clear. My, you know, my life is good when I'm working out and exercising. I notice when I don't get some sort of exercise on a daily basis, how it has a direct impact on my mental health. So for people that don't exercise or eat right, I know that your mental health is struggling. So just finding ways to develop better coping strategies other than drugs, alcohol, and your vices that don't serve you. Find vices that serve you and create healthier habits that are going to carry you through life and allow you to live a long, rewarding, fulfilling life instead of one that isn't rewarding, isn't fulfilling, and deep down, you're hurting. Because I was there. I know exactly how that feels to just hate yourself. Not being able to look in the fucking mirror without being absolutely disgusted and wondering why me and playing that victim card. Why me? But the truth is you can't fucking do that. It's up to you. You are truthfully the only person that can change your life. No one is coming to save you. You need to save yourself. And the way you start saving yourself is by taking small little daily actionable steps towards becoming that person you want to be. I didn't become the man I am today overnight, and either will you. And if you continue to work towards something on a daily basis, compound it over time, you will get there. I'm five years down the road, 
and I'm it's starting to compound even more within the last year because my business coach even said that he's like, dude, your mindset your mindset is so much different than it just was one year ago, man. You're making substantial progress. That is because the compound effect is truthfully starting to really show. I've been doing this for five years now. I've been working on myself, developing new skills, habits, routines, getting rid of vices, doing things that serve me instead of things that hurt me. And it's really starting to show in my life. So I promise you, you need to start developing new coping strategies with healthier habits like working out, eating right, doing things that serve you instead of falling back into your old vices that don't serve you and don't allow you to reach your full potential. And part eight is about embracing patience and forgiveness. We need to remember that overcoming vices is a journey that requires patience. There will be a shit ton of setbacks, but we cannot let them discourage us. So practicing self-forgiveness and focusing on the progress you have made will ultimately help you carry yourself through life. For example, when I used to make mistakes, whether that be, you know, binging out on food or just falling back into bad smoking habits or just, you know, being lazy or anything like that, I would beat the shit out of myself mentally about it for days, which ultimately held me back because guess what? There was nothing I could do about it. So for me being an asshole to myself and just talking down upon myself and telling myself I'm a piece of shit, that didn't serve me. That hurt me. And I did that for freaking three years out of the five. I beat myself up bad about it. Yes, it might have you know sparked a fire in my ass to try doing better. But now it's the point where, yeah, if I make a mistake, I forgive myself. I learn from it. And I try not to make the same mistake fucking twice. And I keep on rolling with it. And I've decreased the time from you know me beating myself up for days to me checking myself once. All right, forgive and forget, bro. Guess what? Don't do that again. Move forward. On to the next thing. And that's something a lot of people struggle with is, you know, you're mean to yourself for long periods of time. You continue to beat on yourself for things that you can't necessarily control or fix from the past, but you can fix it for the future. So focusing on not beating yourself up is what's really going to help you out because the less time you're talking down on yourself, the better impact it's going to have on your mental health and it's going to allow you to make progress even faster. So that's my, that's what I really recommend you do is not beat yourself up too hard because guess what? You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. And ultimately, that's just a part of the game and enjoying the journey. And that's what you got to do is focusing on the progress that you have made and not the progress you haven't. That's what's really going to carry you onto, you know, the next part of your life, the next chapter, the next, you know, area that's going to continue to improve in your life. So those are the eight parts that you guys really need to focus on when it comes to you know conquering your vices and embracing your transformation, I'm here to tell you it's never going to be easy, but I promise you it's the most rewarding and fulfilling thing there is. I wouldn't be here talking today if it wasn't for me conquering my vices and embracing my transformation because ultimately we're always supposed to be growing and evolving as human beings. And the only way we're ever going to be able to do that is by finding healthier habits, routines, and rituals that serve us instead of falling back into our vices that don't. That's all I got for you guys today. I just want to say thank you once again for sharing the show and leaving me reviews that helps me grow the podcast. And ultimately, if you got some value out of today's episode, the only thing I ask that you continue to share the show, you never know, you could be that missing link in helping someone change their entire life. So if they don't get to hear this, you never know if they could be changing their lives. So with that being said, I love you guys. Have a great day. Go kick ass and start conquering your vices. Yeah.